0: first off tell the people what you're doing now and what pure instinct is um
1: so yeah so basically like i'm a former pro basketball player so i played like three years over here in uh, quebec city canada so i'm the the french part of canada about like two hours from montreal so je parle français. i speak french normally and uh so and after my career as a basketball player i was also like a physical therapist and i was like always like coaching looking for new ways actually for decision making For that was something that was as, as a basketball player and as a point guard I was always like looking how can we get like to be the next like let's say Manu Ginobili who was like one of my, my all-time favorite player I was like how can you like teach to be that good at learning how to play just on instinct and it was pretty it's pretty tough as a coach like to actually teach that kind of stuff so I was like trying to figure out like, all kind of drills and that, uh, when I was coaching. And at some point I invented this sport, which is called Pure NSYNC, which has got basically like a three on two drill, but as like in a tag, the, the sports of tag. So now we see like the, the, those kids game, like with the, the squid game that now it's like, it's all really popular and stuff like that, but I'm the original of that. Like I, we actually like invented a sport that's based on the, like most popular sport in every playground, the tag. And then we input on that, like, a ball, a three-on-two concept. And so it's basically, like, the, the goal is to get from one end of the field to the other, kind of a, in football a little bit. So get to the end zone without getting touched and without dropping the ball. And then as you, like, grow into the sport, there's, like, some rules about, like, punching the ball, kicking the ball, volley the ball, pass backwards. and But just, like, plain fun. <laughs> just plain fun
0: that's awesome so this came from your roots in basketball though this was you know i guess what was the first thing that you started thinking about was it like a tip drill or um you know like what where what was the first synergy that
1: you started to branch off into so so fun so funny stuff like i'm a really like multi-sport athlete first okay so funny stuff is that actually when i was in college at some point i kind of plateaued like i was like oh like like Basketball was not fun enough, and in one summer, I was like, all right, let me take a break and do something else. I was only doing, like, some my drills of ball link that I, I'm pretty good at it, and then one of my friends invited me to play squash. I don't know if you're familiar with squash, like, the kind of the tennis inside of a, a box and stuff. I'm familiar. And, I haven't played it myself, but okay. I've,
0: I've only heard great things.
1: Yeah, I, and I went nuts, and mm-hmm. I went, like, every day, by a racket, and I was like, this is, like, the greatest thing, like, and... When I came back on the field on the, 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 my fourth year of college, over here we play five year of college in Canada. So my fourth year of college, like the first day of the trial and, and, and the practice, I was like an absolute beast. And I was like, wow, like that's just something because I knew it was only the, my squash background like from the last summer I was playing like every day. And what squash does actually is that it allows you to do like decision-making all the time and the play never stops. So as soon as one one plays over, you start another, one, and another one, and another one. So that was kind of my in my head. I was like, hey, when I, when I was gonna start coaching, I want to replicate this kind of feeling. And it was also another sport. I'm a Canadian, so when I was younger, I was playing hockey. Okay, until uh, one point. But in, in hockey, one, two of the two of the and three of the main coolest thing. I don't like the body checking in hockey. Like that's not a, that's not for me. But one of the things that was really cool is that you're, the play never stops, okay? Because the puck always stays inside of the kind of the boundaries, yep. so the boards and everything. So the plays never stops. It's the only sport like that that exists in, on the planet. So there's always something, it's always running. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And also, the change up in hockey are done like on the fly. I know that there's lacrosse that does that. Uh, uh, not like a sport that I knew that much. And I already saw, always saw that like those change up in hockey are really something special. And the third thing in hockey that's really special, actually, is that it's the only sport that I know, uh, that has like that three on two, the, that five on four stuff. And it's really exciting. So it, when you, when you play, play hockey. Yeah. But when you play a power play, like either your offense or defense, it's always something like on defense, you're so oh, proud you of ever- yourself. Well, and everybody's bought in. The fans are bought yes, in. It's exactly. Like,
0: it's like, hey, go, hey, don't grab the chips yet. We got a power play. You know, it's, it's.
1: Exactly. So as I was, like, thinking about, like, things for my kids, the teenagers that I was coaching, I was like, why don't we try to, de- to get that uh, kind of atmosphere where there's always something that you know, like, that's going to happen, like, right now. There's no, like, downplay. There's no, it's not like in soccer. I like soccer, but, like, there's some. It's downplay. Like I've been coaching a lot of soccer with my kids and like it's sometimes like uh it's boring. Okay. Like, hey, football is kinda of the same. Sometimes like there's like a downplay and you can baseball, call timeout.
0: Baseball yeah. zero zero, zero <laughs> in the sixth inning.
1: Yeah, like, kinda like that. I, I don't want to trash too much sport, but I can I can't go up there. Like actually I love all the sports. I watch all the sports, but there's always some stuff that I don't like about sport and those are the stuff that I actually took off. And when I when I invented Pure Instinct, those are the stuff I, I, I kept. All the stuff that I actually love from every sport and put it into into Pure Instinct. And you'll see when you play, there's actually some stuff from baseball. Okay, so there, there's some some stuff from soccer, rugby, basketball, soccer, uh, like football, American football. So you, there's a, pretty much everything. You, you I think before we, we were on air, you told me about like uh, ultimate frisbee. There's a bit of ultimate frisbee, but not that much. It's actually the opposite of, of, of ultimate frisbee in, in a lot of stuff. That ultimate yeah. is one of the only sports on the planet that, with, that, when you have the object into your end, you're not allowed to move. And I think that's not a good thing <laughs> as a sports guy. So that's why in our sports, well, and that like
0: that's stopping that could create injury.
1: Like there's like
0: there's there's a couple things that's kind of yeah. and and It's kind it's of herky jerky. Yeah, and it creates a lot of diving, a lot of like. You know, all or nothing type plays.
1: And <laughs> exactly, like Mary, and, so. and it it's also like when you like play a sport like I play ultimate a couple of a couple of times actually, like a, two years. But let's say you're you're a speedy guy and you like to go around and just go fast. When you have like that Hail Mary pass and you're all by yourself, you can catch it. Yeah. But if there's like only two meters between between the end zone and you, you're not allowed to just like cross the end zone. Like you're just like so. For me, that's like anti-sport. Like you, you should be allowed if you're, if there's nobody like like uh, close by you, you should be around, uh, allowed to it's run. It's got to so, be the most
0: exciting part, right? Is like the build-up to then scoring and, and yeah. So, it, so,
1: but so anyway, I so in,
0: that's, I think in general, what I'm enjoying so far is you don't really think about sports. I know you kind of said I don't want to, you know, hate on or pick on sports, but I really don't see it as that. I just think that these are pretty foreign conversations where we don't like really think or judge about the entertaining aspects of our sport, which have everything to do to the culture, the actual sport, the fans, what you root for the experience of the game. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying just looking at it from a different angle of, of how, you know, the sport. Right. So the, that's really interesting that you started really doing that. Was that from the time you first started, or it sounds also sounds like something from even how you play it, where, there's an initial pure instinct and then there's layers and layers of nuance in terms of how the game, you know, yeah. gets rolling. So talk a little bit of how you did develop that out.
1: So basically like what what we talk about, about it is there's two things. There's the philosophy about like, uh, about pure instinct, the sport. That's what we just talked. Okay. Like let's say basketball. I love basketball. Okay. I hate the timeouts. I hate the downplays. I hate free throws. I hate like all the, like the, the the coach that calls plays that's like boring to me. Okay, so that's like all the philosophy. So that was there from the ground up. So like at the, at to the beginning, me, of- to me, to me, real quick, the best thing about
0: basketball and what I always tell my friends that are really good basketball players is you could you can be great anytime. You could go out to a court and play three on three. You could go exactly. play pickup ball. You know, I can't go. I gotta sign up for a flag football league. It's not necessarily even my basketball is pretty simple, pretty universal, and yeah, you can show up, play. It's great. You know, activity. It keeps you healthy. It's a truly like an evergreen sport. It doesn't. It doesn't really get old if you stay interested.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's kind of interesting what you said because it's the only sport that I know that you can actually play real one on one and have like so much fun. So I was like actually like when I was like in college, I was. At hippic like one on one with my friends it's so fun it's not even the real game it's just like, like well, that's and one of the can make, parts.
0: you can make so many games around just making it in the hoop, right even and yeah. one and like King of the hill and exactly you know, there's 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 different there's two on two there's three on three there's five on five It's all the same kind of principles and 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 kind of rules and procedures it just
1: can scale exactly so to go back to like when I invented it. Uh, the sport it was like there was a philosophy behind it so we had like like pillars of like okay we don't want like every rule that we're gonna add or it's always gonna be for help okay so no like we don't want injury every everybody that was like over there like invented the, the rules with me they were all like former like college athletes actually actual college athletes some of them so we didn't want them like to get hurt and stuff, and stuff like that so
0: yeah, it was like healthy
1: after that movement a lot of movement we don't want like non-stopping action we want to, want to have fun for everybody. So it's not just about one QB that does all the decisions. It's about like everybody got to make decisions on pure instinct. And then the, the fourth part was mostly the decision-making. So every rule that we changed at, from that point was about this. And I always kept in my mind, I say, my goal is to create the best sports ever. Okay, always, always, always. Okay, so, and after that, after the first time that we played, that was what we call over here the level four of pure instinct. So that was like the the we have level, level four th- yeah we have z- level zero to level nine right now okay level zero is for like the like like my, my kids are like in third third grade we allow them to the ball to bounce on the floor and then they can grab it up and just keep playing so the goal is just like to understand how to play and not get tagged it's really like a tag game but then we add layers to the sport and then at level four that's where i invented the sport and then Every summer, we kind, of, we kind of like, okay, how can we get it better? How can we get it faster on decision-making? So oh this is too easy because we, we didn't know, like, back in the days that that was going to be easy, like, to punch the ball to someone because at first it's so tough. But it, then when you play, like, two times a week, it comes, like, natural. So it's like, oh, that that's easy. So we, we need now to have it offside. Okay, so that's level five. So now we need to have, like, uh, speed it up a little bit. So we're going to have a shot clock. So that's level six. And then oh. we need like, so we need like a, we need an upside cranking up the, uh, yeah, cranking up the intensity, the, exactly. So to always to a level that decision-making and people are always saying, Oh, but there's two people on defense. It's going to be so easy. Not at all. Okay. Because we actually have a third defender or third defender is the fact that the, the field is not that large. So you're not you're not going to be able that's to what do whatever say, you want.
0: That's what they say in football in the red zone. You got the 12th defender. It's the the back it, of the end zone. And exactly. It, so
1: it compresses the field and it makes it challenging. Not in not in Canadian football, which is not great. <laughs> have you saw like CFL game? Uh,
0: I have, but I'm not. Oh. Uh, I, I I didn't I didn't guess I
1: like think about that. They don't have they, the rule. No, it says twenty. It's twenty yards. Twenty yards. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't. It. I don't like it at all. But actually, in pure it's thing too much space. It's, it's too much space. Yeah. In pure thing it's seven yards. Okay, so it's really tight. And it's tight. Also, it's not large. So football's the, the, ten. It's, so that means yeah. So and it's the, the the field is only like thirteen yard large, uh, and also the, there's a timer. Okay, so there's a timer out there and there's offside. So basically, the, the, your third defender is all the natural element that element that we put outside of the rules and everything so so and that's and at some point we have the level nine which you are right now and some of the rules of level nine are really like controversial for the people over here in quebec we had at some point like a, a group text a text like it was like it was like uh midnight and i had like a, a, a text with someone from montreal one of my friends it was like he used to play now he moved to montreal and it's like hey i play I played, like last last uh, last time you came to Montreal, and there's something that actually people do it right now. I don't think it's it's for the good of the game, and they're trying to do to do this and this. And we we're, we're having like discussion back and forth. I was like, you know what? Man, I think you're right. So I I went onto a, like a big group of my of my Facebook with 30 people, and I said, from the next game we're gonna try something up. Okay, I don't I don't know if you guys are gonna like it. No, there's not not gonna be no no three point play. We are have point play before no two points play everything's gonna be worth one and i just like click enter and i went to sleep the next morning i had like 255 message on 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 uh on facebook wow. telling me like what's going on This blah, blah, blah. and people were mad as hell and stuff like that so and, and only like one guy told me like actually i think we should try it like i kind of understand why you, you're trying to do it like because at some point, people were kind of like, instead of like going inside of the zone, like to score, yeah. they, they were kind of waiting to do like a like bad play. shots, Yeah, they're
0: doing. Yeah, good. And,
1: and taking like trick plays and do trick plays. It, it was a, a bit like if you do an alley oop in, uh, in basketball, it's going to work like Less. two points. Yeah. So it's kind of like, like, let's say you do that in basketball, it's not going to be like looking good. It's not going to be great. So at some point, we kind of like, all right, let, let's move move out the point system and now we have a pretty unique point system where everything is worth one but if you score on one play uh with your kick with a with a kick the yep. next play the next play is going to worth two for your team so it's kind of like <laughs> and hear me out it's it's a bit where when you do like a strike in bowling you know when you do a strike you yeah, got yeah. the next, get the next ball it's like yeah, so the pressure goes up, like, and it's pretty dramatic. We call that next for two, and it's pretty like, oh, like everybody like like crank it up for that for that moment. So it's a that's a and that's pretty unique also that that we do that. And uh, now now everybody fine with with the the, the the point system, but we we had like a couple of like one week that was kind of tough
0: <laughs> for the rules. No, that, that, that's cool though. I mean, really, it's about making something that people love. And you know, a lot of times I see this even as you know, a t- uh, technology founder, you have your product and you're at some point you're serving the customers. you have an idea about it that starts, but you got to listen to all the people that are in love with <laughs> what you're doing and want to be a part of it and and make decisions on, you know what what uh, you know what should change, what are the things that you should stay consistent on. And that's pretty fun dynamics that you're that you're getting to build towards uh, and sounds like, you know, a lot of people really enjoy and are passionate about the sport which is, you know, great in itself of just having that much engagement.
1: Yeah, no, over here is great though, like, it, it, yeah, like I won't lie at first when you start something like that you have to, you have to push it like to people. But it's a now, lot of education like,
0: man, a lot of education. Yeah, but,
1: but at some point, like after three years there was like this moment where I was not like responsible of who's coming to the field, like I was just like posting, hey there's a game on Tuesday and like It was like feeling by itself, kind of like, uh, we do a lot of like scrimmage and and it's just like, go to the park, do your team at the park. And people were just like calling people on Facebook and say, hey, we we going and stuff like that. So after a while, it was just like more easy. And I could now like concentrate more on the business side at some point. Like uh, I would say like the last three years have mostly been about like on the business side for me, less about like just the rules and everything. Cool. No, that makes sense and it seems like a natural progression of
0: you know where things should go because first and, and it's really in every sport and this is something cool that we work with a lot of different customers on. but first it's the awareness of the opportunity for athletes of, hey, what this sport is, why it's interesting to you. Right. And then as you're able to build that and it takes some sports more effort, some sports less, depending on how engaging. Luckily, it seems like you've solved for all of those things. <laughs> um, I will it. But but, um, you know, after that, it's how can we incentivize athletes in their time? And a lot of that comes through the business practices of growing up a little bit, introducing some brand sponsors, some, you know, some some winnings some payment in, in, in different exactly. areas built off of kind of, and that's how a sport builds, right? And that's how a sport grows. Um, so really encouraging. I'd love to hear, you know, do you like it more? Do you like, do you just wish you were playing pure instinct all the time? Or is this kind of your passion and been a natural kind of journey uh, of years? How are you enjoying kind of the evolution of how
1: the sport has, you know, impacted your life? For me, like as a as an athlete, it, it's so real because i'm i'm known over here as like the basketball player like i'm known like that i was like for like i was like an all canadian i was like the prof, the first professional athlete from the town to play like so it was kind of surreal when i decided like hey i want you know what i want to do this and at first there was that that imposter syndrome like for a bit because like people were like well like what's what's going on and i was like hiding the fact that i, I thought that was actually like better than basketball But now like I'm just like enjoying like every time every time I go over there. It's it's such a sports build for competitor. Like it's for athlete by athlete. So that's what we say. And it's so great to get out there and play. And I'm now I'm forty, so it's kinda tougher because like the 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 younger generation like really pushed me. Uh when I was like there, when I invented it, I I was like at prime time thirty. So I was like the best player for like three or four years. I was really good. And then like I had to like like there's some people that are nasty right now like over <laughs> here and that's but that that's cool too that it's, it's cool to see that when we invented the sport we never thought that like i never thought for a million years that if the people were going to be that good and that we we had to change some rules like because like they, we had some a will chamberlain or a, a shaquille o'neal like it's just like, of the game appearance and that just like changed the, the way the dynamic of the sport and but now yeah the, the it's my favorite sport by a, by, by a mile uh, just because like when I go back to a sport like basketball, which I love to see and stuff like that, there's a lot of contact and there's a lot of, of like the pushing around. And that's not the stuff that I like in sport. I, I really like the the instinct. I like the, the, when you play how like a fast breaking basketball, that's my favorite part. And I, I like that kind of like that kind of stuff. And you don't have that in basketball. There's a lot of pushing around and stuff like that. There's that. And there's a lot of stopping. Also, the ball goes out of bounds, and it, it kind of takes a lot of time and stuff like that. And it, as I told you, like, the timeouts, like, coaching and stuff like, like that, like, the coaching side of basketball, I don't like at all. Like, the the, 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 the play calling, like, that's not for me. So the fluidity of the sport right now, like, I, I like it more in pure and I just like – every time I come back from from a game of pure and I'm I'm always pumped. Like I'm always like that was the best game here ever. Like that was the best game. Like it's always the the best game ever. Like so. So for me, like yeah, right now it's basketball for sure. It's not basketball. It's pure instinct. But I still love basketball. But it's just different now. Well, and that that only
0: makes sense. Um, and and again, like within that is now you are in charge of not just loving pure instinct, but also kind of looking out for the sport and growing it both in terms of the athletes who you know want to play and spend the time and how the sport interacts with people how it spreads how it kind of grows and so um, what about what about those things as you progress from just loving it to now doing what you're doing um, what things have you really enjoyed and what have been interesting learnings that
1: you've had along the way <laughs> so it, it's kind of tough because like I'm a I'm really like I'm a baller, like like when people like like I'm a I'm a player, I'm a baller, I'm an artist, like that that's what I do, like that like. And to to say at some point like now it's it's better for me. I think COVID has helped me actually because we we've been like playing less, so I've been more about okay now I, I need to focus on the business side and really just do this like just do the networking stuff and talk to people and try to get investors and stuff like. Tough, like really tough stuff, like like uh, getting down into into everything, like building something, like tore down, building something again. So like the transition, uh, like I'm in transition right now, like where like like where when I'm gonna go, like to the states, like to Atlanta right now, and after that Miami. I won't play like th- th- it will be like one of the first times that I don't play pure and thing when I'm at an, at an event because I love it so much and because I, I just enjoy it to play but now it's like okay now we i have to think about i want to get on that channel that media channel i want to get on that media channel we, we need this camera at this angle and stuff like that and it, it's it's different so right now my, my focus is mostly on the artistic play, place of pure and so how is it like uh, how can we produce the best content possible and also the uh, the athletes, so uh, that's one thing that I really enjoy. Just before we, we were on air, I was like uh, talking like live to uh, like a former NFL guy, and just ha- enjoying like talking to those guys and say like like they're normal people like me. They're good athletes. They want to. They love to compete and they love to learn more about what I'm trying to do. They kind of understand better because they're athletes that we cannot do sports where they're full contact all the time and stuff like that. We need something else like people because people outside of the sports world sometimes they like why do we need like a new sport like yeah it's not like that like it's not like we need a new sport it's like because asking me that like like the people in finance asking me that it's like asking to shakur why do we need rap like we don't need like rap it's just like it just happens to be there it's like the new thing that's coming up like in the next years and now it's just like everywhere so that's kind of like that my battle as a as a as a like a, like a businessman let's say is that do we need this, like because in tech it's always like what's the problem is you, you you try to solve and stuff like that but like i'm not trying to solve like a problem like i actually I'm I'm actually bringing a solution to like, just like a, to culture. It's like a culture that we're building. So it's not like. It's, it's consumer, right? Like when you're, yeah. when you're looking
0: for something that some needs, you're trying to sell it and you're trying to, you know, make people make a conscious choice with their time on something that's exciting that they love. Right. And yeah. um, you know, that makes a lot of sense. It's, it's interesting. Cause you know, we work with uh, the USOC on initiatives called transfer talent. And it really is just this notion of, you know, athletes are athletes, you know. And if you play basketball, you know, you have great handles, great hand-eye coordination. You're probably the best athlete in terms of athletically vertical jump, explosiveness, speed, agility, right? But there are all of these kind of subset layers of skill sets that make you a good basketball player. You're not just a basketball player. And, you know, that's really what our platform highlights for athletes and really accentuates for organizations that can see more and more of this information, especially ones that are trying to build their sport through the awareness. It's also, again, like showing athletes, other athletes like them who have been successful, whose skill sets, you know, transition. So I'm curious, what has been like the progression or what has been, you know, the athlete type that makes a great pure (laughs) instinct play? Is it like a you know a soccer striker like a Ronaldo? Is it like a running back in football <laughs> or rugby? Talk, talk a little bit about
1: that. Yeah. So basically, like let's say we put like let's say we we get the girls, okay? Because there's girls playing with with the men, okay? Sometimes, okay? And it kind of helps us actually when we have like the women out there like playing that to see that like soccer, like women and and basketball, okay? When we compare both of them, basketball players are way better like normally like than than soccer at first. Okay. So, so at first, like I would say that basketball player a bit there's a bit of advantage the first time you play just because the, the sport is play in your hands, like so you're you're more used to do like like a fast break with the ball in your end and stuff like that. So I would say that. Makes sense. Uh I would say that that Football players are really, really good on defense. At pure instinct, they're way like I'm not that good at, at defense and pure insane, on my, myself. Just because like when you throw a ball on top of me, I'm not. I'm just not good at reading that. Like, like at, yeah. yeah, like I'm always like kind of like awkward like in the air and stuff like that to just like tap the ball and be kind of more used to also the the pursuit of, a, of an athlete. So like you know when when you you try to make a tackle. They're way okay, better on okay. defense. Okay, so but on de- but on defense, uh, the basketball player are better. Kind of like when the ball is in the air and you have to make a split, split decision. Kind of in a timing, a press. timing. Yeah, body in, position, a pr- right? in a press, right? In a press, kind of a press in a in a in a, in, a, in a basketball. But one thing that was pretty crazy is that the first four years of pure pureancing, there was like two players that were really good. It was me. And there was another guy who was a, a soccer player from from Quebec, and he was not a striker. He was actually a defender in soccer. He was one of one of the best defenders that we had over here. And I told him sometimes we sit down and sometimes. I'll come. You're good at pureness. Like you're not fast. You don't jump high. No, it he, he was he was okay. And he said, you know what? I don't know what it is with your sport and in soccer. Is it for me in soccer? Defender has to be, make so much quick decision because if you don't make the, the right decision in soccer as a defender, you get score yeah. And when yeah. you don't make the right decision as a striker on a, in, in soccer, you just miss an opportunity. It's not that big of a deal. So the pressure for the defenders is real there.
0: Spatial awareness and efficiency. It makes total sense. If you think about like the Iniesta's and the, like Savvy's and the midfielders who can kind of control the game, they, they knew where their range was. They knew they're extremely intelligent with their
1: kind of spatial awareness. Exactly, so that's,
0: that's and a really cool. And so. In the last
1: years, we had a lot of football players. Uh, some of the football players, and they're going to be—they're going to be surprised. The football players that are going to come to the events in Atlanta and uh, Miami, they're not going to be that good at first. Why is that? Football players are used to catch the ball and not make decision after. When they catch the ball, they just they they just, they just run, they just run for their life, and that's it. Uh, I w- maybe Reggie Bush would be like amazing, but most of the players like when they catch the ball, they don't they don't think about the next play, the next pass to do. Like they don't think about that. So it's a learning curve normally for a football player because they get touched so easily. They try to do like one on one moves, which are not that great at pure anything. The only thing that are acting right now are the QBs. uh we have one qb we just finished he, he didn't go to college actually he, he he didn't want to play college so he played what we call like prep it's kind of a prep school over here but okay. the guy is amazing i'm trying to bring him to miami actually to play against the guy in one year he crushed everyone okay and it was just about like uh, it was just about the uh the, the the awareness like he does thing like on the field that um uh, like, everybody, like, started, like, is this allowed? Like, like it's crazy like this. Like, And it's we've awesome. been playing, we've been playing for a, a lot of time. It just, like, comes in, and after a year, it just crushed everybody. And it's just, like, he's a QB, he's also played, he also played uh, basketball, was really good, so kind of a Patrick Mahomes style, and he thinks, he thinks angles, and he thinks stuff, like, way differently from everyone. So, so and we have some athletes also that, that are not, like, from any background that much they are like really multi But it yeah. they, they just see the game differently from the angle, the speed they, they, they take, the passes they make, the angles on the pass. So that's the the, the part with soccer players where they cut they come into being good is that they see angles. The, the touch.
0: Yeah the touch and the angles, right?
1: The angles, the angles of the pass and stuff like that. Some of the soccer players are pretty are pretty smart actually the way they actually see uh, look you, know who the- I would,
0: you know who I bet would be good as you as you keep going is center fielders and shortstops in baseball. It seems oh like yeah. The arm talent, the kind of if you think of in baseball the double play where they're having yeah. to think of multiple, oh, or I'm gonna cut someone off and then throw it at home, and they have to be strategic and their arm angles, they're very you know, shortstops and center fielders are some of the more nice. cool, clever athletes I've ever been around. And and <laughs> I net,
1: athlete, I, we we don't have a lot of baseball over here because it's so cold. So we don't have that much of baseball culture. Uh, we we did have the expose. So I, I, back in the days in Montreal, and I used to play baseball there when I was younger. But in Miami, we're probably going to have some baseball player actually. Not in, at Atlanta. I think the the only one I reach out to that I, that could that could come, we're not sure he's going to come. Yet, But we know in Miami we're probably gonna have a couple of uh, of a uh, baseball players. So that'd be that'd be really interesting actually. Like uh, I would love to have the, the, the next Ken Griffith Junior to come to a, a pure instinct event at some point. What or or what, what what's his name like the Tyler Murray? Oh, that would that would be amazing <laughs> that would be amazing he'd
0: be he'd be, uh, he'd be electric for sure but well cool Well, winding down now uh the, just the conversation what's what's next what's on the docket let us know what is up uh you know coming up for pure instinct uh what should people be looking out for that uh you know that they can check out through this podcast yeah. and we'll link it off below
1: I think, like, uh, the best way for, uh, for sure to look uh, at what's going on is going to be our Instagram. Our Instagram, like, you're not going to be ready for the quality of content that's going to be, like, coming into that account. It's going to be mind-boggling for a small company as us, like, in a new company like us, you're you're just not ready, okay? It's going to be mind-boggling, I swear, okay? Uh, so this and TikTok, TikTok is pretty big for us, too, right now, so this is, like, and you can follow us like pure instinct. Everything everything's pure instinct with us. So without the E, pure without the E, you put that on every so- social, you're going to, you're going to find us. Okay. So, but I would okay. say those two are going to be huge for us and also YouTube because we're going to have some live broadcasts in our next event. Uh, we're going to have like the, the events, like I said, on uh, November 20th and 21. We're going to have two events. It's mostly private events in Atlanta. Same thing after that in December eighteen and nineteen in Miami, and after that uh, in twenty twenty two we're gonna hit a uh, town like yours like Tampa, Dallas, Houston, L A. Uh well and we, Yeah, we're gonna be in about ten cities like uh that, that's the goal right now. And our goal is to get two sponsors too. So uh, the, if my goal right now is not to raise too much money as a businessman, it's mostly to be self sustainable with like local local business that wanna want to be like uh activating with us because we're going to have quality athletes with great networks some of them have like uh, in miami i think we got athletes that have like a million followers and stuff like that are coming so if we're we're going to be able like to to do some stuff that you're you're not used to as a as a brand and uh and since we're we can actually decide on the fly what city we want next and uh like what kind of like who we want to play against who and stuff like that. So we, we're, we're really like a versus out. So that's cool for us. Very cool. Yeah. It's like a world tour. You
0: got to see what they're going to stop next. So <laughs> keep, uh, keeps everyone on their toes, but amazing stuff. Well, Dominique, it's been a pleasure chatting with you here and your story, your background, um, very exciting stuff. I'll definitely be tuned in and we'll have to, you know, try to make a trip to try it out myself, but thank you so much for, for coming on and talk a little bit about what you're building. Hey,
1: thanks a lot, Joy.